in bitches. Well, I'm recording my third podcast, and please bear with me because you know, for me, this is a whole new ball game. TikTok is my way. You all know me from TikTok, TikTok Bubby, S.J. Mendelson, from the show Bubby's No Best. And here's my morning bitches cup. And just let me tell you something about morning bitches. It's just a cute little thing I started when I started TikTok a year and a half ago. My God, it's a year and a half already. You know why I went on TikTok? Because so many young people are on TikTok. And I love young people. I just have to say that with a passion. So, and I went looking for my grandchildren. And, um, you know, sometimes life throws you a curveball. But I've met so many young people of all ages because everybody's younger than me, right? Of course, right. You know my history. I was on the I'm an actress for the last 10 years again. And uh, let me talk about sobriety, which is a very important discussion. It's my way of life. You know, in the 60s, of course, the late 60s, everything was wild and crazy. That's when it all began. You know, we burned our bras, you know, walked around with no bras, believe it or not. And we started experimenting with different types of drugs. And there were all types of drugs, you know. And so when I married the first husband, God bless him. That's all I got to say about him. God bless you, honey, wherever you are. You did the best you could. We were both very, very young. So I went. um, He never wanted to, like, experiment with things. Like Woodstock came along and he wouldn't go. I said, let's go to Woodstock. No, we're not going. He was very dictatorial. He's a Leo. So, you know, they're very like, this is how it should be, and it ain't going to be any other way. Well, this Leo, anyway, that's how he was. So we didn't do that, and I wanted to try drugs. I never had before. I was pure as the driven snow. Really, I was. (laughs) Wow. And so I finally, when I split from him after, you know, three years of whatever it was, two and a half years of marriage, The first drug I ever started with was pot. That was my drug of choice at the time. Then I went to hash. Then I went to quaaludes, or as they used to call them in the old days, monkey biscuits, panty droppers. Forget it. And then after that, you know, oh, my life. I, you know, I, I met a guy who was in the clothing industry, very successful in the clothing industry. And what happened was, you know, he also was a drug dealer, which I didn't know. I was very naive. So, you know, he had sold pot, hash, whatever, and then cocaine. Well, of course, I loved who didn't love cocaine back in those days. So anyway, um, and drinking. I never had drunk before. I was a Stolich Naya Martini girl. Loved it in the freezer, of course. So, um, and that's when I discovered, like, once I drank, I was a mean drunk. I'm a little person, and I used to beat women up in bars. Isn't that terrible? So, come to split up with him. Thank God we split. 
Then I met my second husband, gorgeous Shagitz from Northern California, Stockton, Tracy, that Modesto, that whole area. We'll talk about that experience another time because I want to share about that another podcast. So, um, you know, we did drugs. We party. We were each other's party partner. We had a lot of fun. And I said, let's get married. We got married. Then I said, let's have a baby. And I had a baby boy. And then my life changed. I thought, you know, I'm drinking and drugging. Is this what I want my son to see when he grows up? A drunk mother? No, of course not. So I went into the sober hospital, Cedar sinai my hairdresser, because I've always hung out with the hairdressers. They're my favorite people. And basically after that, you know, I got sober. Then I got sober again, November 12th, 1985. Okay, so I've stayed sober almost 37 years. Every experience in sobriety has been different. I went into the hospital, married. I came out. We just didn't get along after that because I wasn't interested in partying anymore. I was interested in, you know, being sober for my son. So he left, went with somebody else. Then I was a single mother. You know, before that, I had been in show business for years, and I couldn't raise my son as a sober mom. So I went, got into selling light bulbs for a living. Sandy, the lighting girl the girl that lights up your life with light bulbs and staying sober. And in my sober years, lots has happened. Lots has happened to me. My dad came to live with us. He passed. Grandma passed, my favorite person in the world. Um, Bankruptcy, illnesses, surgeries, you know, and then mom came to live. Then I got married again. My mom came to live with us. I took care of her. Still staying sober no matter what. Sobriety. Let me tell you, I'm still sober. And, and, you know, I'm married almost 20 years to this man. He's amazing. I just want to talk about what I do on a daily basis to stay sober. Get up every single day. Get on my knees and pray. Do the first three steps and the third step prayer. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may be a witness to those that would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. So it changed me. Sobriety changed me. Having a child and sobriety changed me. If you hear a little gulping, it's because I'm drinking my morning bitches coffee in my coffee cup. And things have changed tremendously. But, you know, I've seen and scarily so many people I know pass away from drug addiction. You know, quaalude overdoses, delauded overdoses, hot shots. If you don't know what that is, look it up. But now today in the world, it's fentanyl. Fentanyl is the scourge now because when you take a fentanyl, you first of all, you don't even know that you're getting fentanyl. Whatever pill you're taking, they put fentanyl in it. You know, a lot of times people think they're taking like a painkiller, but it's fentanyl-laced, and that's what happens. Just lost a very good friend a few months ago. Same thing. 
you know, for the pain, depression, whatever it is. And he died of a fentanyl overdose. So I guess I'm saying to you all, you know, please, please listen to this old, sober, broad, okay? Listen to me because I know it's tough. I have been through so much in my sobriety. Like I said, divorce, bankruptcy, deaths, surgeries, my son walking away from me, you know, and still no matter what, I stay sober because you know what? One drink is too many and a thousand is not enough. So if I've helped anybody today, in this podcast about my sobriety, know that it can be achieved. I came in here when I was 37, almost 38, and I'm 37 years sober, November 12th, 1985. So all I want to say is love yourself. It's not easy during these times, and I just love all of you so very much. If you no one told you they love you today, I love you. So be yourself. Reach out to me on TikTok if you need to talk about your sobriety. I'm available. Please, please don't take fentanyl. Don't take anything. You know, if you know that somebody's giving you a pill and you don't know what it is, don't take it. They don't care about you. They just care about the money that they're getting for the pill that they're giving you. I love you all. And that's it. God bless you all. Let me just close this right now.